0: This is Joshy P from Moonrunners Music Festival in Chicago. Just wanted to let you guys know that we will be doing another online music festival February 12th through 14th at the Moonrunners Music Festival YouTube channel. we got a great lineup over three days, including Mikey Classic and Jake Orvis of the goddamn Gallows. We got Jesse Wagner, lead singer of the Aggro Lights, doing a set. We got Warm Warm Foot, which features Uriah from the Goddamn Gallows. And we got Fish Cuts and the Sneaking Orchestra. We got Run Rabbit Run, Johnny Terror. We got a whole bunch of bands. Last False Hope, Local News Legend. The list goes on and on. So come join us February 12th through 14th at the YouTube channel for Moon Runners Music Festival. See you guys there.
1: Hey folks, this is Dogby Harris from Ruckus in the Records. I'm here to tell you about a contest we are doing live via the Ruckus in the Records YouTube channel on Saturday, March 20th, called Ruckus in the 80s. Ruckus in the 80s is a virtual show, much like Battle of the Bands. Bands or solo artists will enter two of the best 80s cover songs they can come up with for a chance to win a cash prize and a hundred drink koozies with their logos printed on them. How the cash prize is determined is each act that enters will be required to pay a $5 entry fee. We at Ruckus will match that to double that money. As of now, the pot is up to $200 and growing daily. The winner will be decided by the votes of the viewers via a online voters poll. If you or someone you know is interested in entering or sponsorship opportunities, Hit up any of the Ruckus in the Records social media pages or send an email to ruckusintherecords, all lowercase letters, at yahoo.com for more details. We hope to see you guys in the chat room on March 20th at the Ruckus in the Records YouTube page. zoom here i got one of the original well fuck i don't know what we would call ourselves i guess roots seen people i guess i don't know but i got a back from the dead slack eye slim what's up buddy oh not much how you doing oh i'm not too bad fuck you took a bit of a hiatus for a while didn't you
0: yeah well i had to i had to figure out how to be a grown-up (laughs) because i started getting old and i was like you know you can only you can only fucking be broke for so long before you decide you gotta do something about it.
1: Yeah, it happens to the best of us. We all hit 30 and yeah. start reevaluating <laughs> our life. Yeah. yeah, I hear you, man. So um what have you been up to? Um, I don't know. I just live out
0: here in the in the middle of nowhere in southwest Colorado. Um I write a lot and I spend a lot of time wandering around the desert. <laughs> you know, that's, that's pretty much it. I like love- room fucking- i'm sorry what was that
1: no i'm sorry man uh yes that pause is gonna fuck with us a little bit um but i love southwest colorado man um i spent a little time down by like grand junction and shit and i didn't realize it's uh it's like the first time i went there when i saw grand junction i was like fuck colorado's got a lot of different um landscapes kind of like oregon you know
0: yeah yeah for sure for sure um and and I, i actually lived um outside of junction um just uh kind of east of there and and a little bit south up on the grand mesa Uh when we first moved out to colorado we lived on this big ass ranch um i don't know how my wife found it she we were just looking for rental places and she's like oh i found this like house up here i'm like it's on like a two thousand acre ranch and the owners are really cool like yeah make yourselves at home so you know (laughs) we just fucked around in the woods for a
1: year while we rented that place (laughs) right on man yeah um so what do you? You're an electrician. Is that what you're doing nowadays?
0: Uh, yeah. I don't want to really divulge too much information, but I work for the power company. I'll just okay. leave it at that. I work in the substations.
1: Well, yeah, we don't have to go too far into it. I do like to. Yeah. <laughs> I do like to, uh, like, see what people are up to outside of music, though. But yeah, we don't have to go too far into it. I get why. <laughs> oh, no, that's. Cool. Yeah, I just don't want to get
0: to like you know naming where I work and stuff. But yeah, I but yeah, it. I mean like I basically everybody thinks i have this this mystique and it's really it's kind of funny to me because um i disappeared because i was like you know what i don't want to be broke anymore i'm gonna go take some time and like figure my shit out and then come back later like oh he's so mysterious i'm like dude i've just been trying to get a
1: job that's all i've been doing (laughs) probably um got a little something to do with your music being so i don't know your music itself's kind of got a mystique to it so when you vanish like that it's probably probably got a little something to do why people yeah people thought maybe it was you know i don't know I guess that it's must- always it's
0: always funny when i meet people because they're like oh you don't look anything like I, I thought you were going to i'm like yeah i know I'm, i know it's disappointing so <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: um it's kind of funny because like when you pop back up i was like you know i'm not sure i ever it had been so long I don't, i'm not sure i ever like really saw your face all that much when you were playing a lot, you know, because we never did any shows together. We never ran into each other. Um so by the time I'd started hitting up Montana, you were kind of fucking over the whole thing. So um but I uh um but yeah so I, I'd never really put a face to the music and I'd imagined you were older for some reason, first off, but then I I don't know. A lot of time's gone past, a lot more than I thought. So I started thinking about that. I remember them saying that you were young, younger. You're probably how old are yeah, you? Yeah.
0: I I just turned 38 a couple of weeks ago.
1: Yeah, so you're my age. We were the young we were yeah. the we we're the ones out of the bunch.
2: You know, everybody oh, yeah. else is <laughs> yeah,
1: everybody else is sure. our age then. <laughs> you're right a little, a little younger, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, we were just like learning yeah, the I mean, ropes and shit. So, so what,
0: what year was that when you started going through Montana? Like what, what, what year would that have been? Probably like 2011, 12, something like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, I, I think I went through in. like 10, I think I went through a few times in 10, 11 and 12. And then I went okay. back a few years ago too. Um, so see, yeah, I kind of hit death rattle the- man of it actually, like all the good shows at the filling station were gone. I mean, I hit some good ones up at great falls. Um, I hit some in West Yellowstone, not the Farm Fest, obviously. Um, but then uh, I hit S- Bozeman had, or not Bozeman, but Billings had some good shows. But fuck, it sucks because Bozeman was kind of dead, you know, and that's where everything was happening. You know, I I don't
0: know if it ever wasn't dead, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like when I was there, like the shows that I would consider to be good shows that were like, you know, like they were they were thought of like bigger back then it was like there was really nobody around just whoever happened to be there mm-hmm. well i live in montana we played a lot in anaconda and and uh, bozeman but that was really it mm-hmm. you know we mo- mostly me and uh, joe perez would go down and play at the bar for drinks like we close yeah. the bar down like every. That was kind of why I left. Like, it, it's real easy to get a drinking problem there, which you know I'm sitting here, but this is like my third drink today. You know, yeah. <laughs> whereas like if I was in Montana, I would have just woken up and started drinking and then gone to the bar and closed. <laughs> <the> bar <down.
2: laughs>
0: so yeah, I had to. I had to kind of leave there. It just kind of got shitty for me on a personal level. It really, you know, that was kind of the main force behind me disappearing and realizing I needed to do something because I was just a fucking drunk dick, you know.
1: Uh-huh yeah that's i mean it's kind of the same here in eastern oregon yeah everybody thinks that oregon is like you know they think of portland and shit but eastern oregon it's desolate as fuck too there ain't anything else to do here but drink and fucking death. Yeah. so uh yeah it's pretty fucking dark here too but um but yeah i, I did go through um with bob wayne and as his merch guy in 2009 probably into bozeman
0: okay okay i, was, uh-huh. playing, I though. was there
1: fuck that was that show was off the hook that was where i first met nick from tales from ghost town did you guys ever hang out a okay. lot of years up there no no i never met him I, I know who
0: he is but i didn't know that we were around at the same time or anything so it's really yeah. weird like i disappeared like on the I, I, so I don't really know what happened to Farmageddon. Like, I seem, I feel like I was in there, like, way before Farmageddon happened, and right as it began to, like, become a thing. But I was done by then. I was like, man, fuck this guy. I'm out of here, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I so didn't... I don't know a lot of the... I, I was just going to say, I don't know a lot of the people that came after that. It was, like, me, 357 String Band, Rachel Brooke. Uh, man, I know I'm forgetting people. Legendary Shack Shakers came through a lot. Um, Graham Lindsay was up there, and man who else i think that's really about it
1: um at that time yeah um you know yeah bob was probably out there a lot then oh yeah yeah he was he was around yeah did you do did you do the murder in the mountains tour with all those guys
0: i was there but i didn't play
1: yeah that would have been a good one to fucking be a part of
0: yeah it was it was fun for sure i mean those were
1: really good shows yeah uh yeah that was it kicked a lot of shit off too it section eight or section 86 section eight section eight yep all right yeah that was uh that's really what kicked everything off is section eight um yeah for sure but um yeah i'm trying to think of what else um we played did you ever play with um what the fuck is that dude's name it's not too far from bozeman but it's in idaho Mm, I don't starts with a T. You probably I, I sort to of God you probably know him because from those days. Maybe, I don't know. But yeah. But anyways, fuck man. Enough with the reminiscing, dude. Uh <laughs> you got enough. Or I mean you got some stuff coming up, don't you? You're working on some recordings and shit?
0: Yeah, I got a couple things going on. So, like um
1: <clears throat> it's I'm
0: it's really weird. So it's gonna be ten years since Santo Grial came out and uh that's really weird to me because it seems like it was like very recent <laughs> when we were working on that um, so so we're putting that one on on vinyl finally i'll be doing that later this year and then i'm working on a, another new album after that um i don't know we'll see I'm trying to follow it up pretty closely but it's i'm not gonna rush it i'm, I'm actually i look like i'm in a hotel room right now but i'm actually in my camper out in my back i know
1: i know what a camper looks like <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, was
1: gonna say, we don't have to air this video either. I mean, I've been doing both, but most people prefer, um, most people prefer the audio alone. So I just go, I've just been going with the audio.
0: Yeah, whatever you want to do. I don't, I don't care.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool. So who did you record your that one, album, the first album with? Not the first, but the, the first because there was one before
0: that. Yeah. So Texas Horror Pleaser was the first one, and that was like the one that sounds like shit. Right. Um, <laughs> that was me if believe it or not i recorded that myself <laughs> and then the i think a lot one... of us
1: recorded our first albums ourselves, and i think a lot of them sound like shit so i don't feel too bad I, oh I, yeah I, I mean i did oh, it on per- oh, i did fuck. it on purpose <laughs> my chair, right? yeah my chair broke oh, <laughs> um but uh mine i tried to hide mine <laughs> once it was once it um ran out of copies and i got tired of selling it and i didn't need money as bad i was like i'm just gonna make this vanish <laughs> so
0: yeah i wish i would have done that but i have i have i think i got a thousand copies of that made i probably have like 700 left oh, yes. <laughs> of the first one <laughs> well people buy people buy the downloads It just got to the point where it's like please just take this shit huh. um but I was, I was playing with a bunch of noise bands right before I started doing Slack Eye Slim, so I was just trying to do this, like, goofy cowboy shit, and, like, I never planned on ever doing anything with it, and then I'll mount stuck with all these CDs, and, like, oh, man. And then, <laughs> I mean, yeah. some people like it. I shouldn't I shouldn't speak so badly about it, but, but some people do like it, so I guess there's that.
1: Yeah, I think, um, yeah. At the end of the day, if people like it, they like it. You know, I think we're all going to be our biggest critic, um, and we're never never going to like our first album. I don't think any band ever has looked back and been like, wow, I just really love my first album, you know? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, You know, Bob Wayne's like one I keep I hate to keep bringing him up, but he's one his first three albums were kind of recorded shitty. And I love those three albums, but he fucking hates them, you know, and they're the ones I almost can't listen to any of the other ones. (laughs) I like those first three so much that Once he, yeah, I I just like I don't give a fuck. Quality is not really it for me. It's about the song and the, you know, I mean, I'm more about the song than I am the quality of the sound. I guess. Oh, for sure,
0: for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like I don't know. I I'm not one to really. I guess I don't have anything meaningful to add about about that because you know, like my first album, like you said, it's like it's mine. I'm going to hate it. You know, that's all there is to it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But you are talking about the second one. It's the 10-year anniversary of that one, right? Correct. That's yes. the one you put yeah. out with Farmageddon. Who did you record that one with?
0: Oh, I recorded it.
1: You recorded that so one, I've too? I recorded
0: everything. Yeah, everything i put out, I've recorded. I, I worked with Graham Lindsay on that one. He helped a lot with that. Um, but yeah, typically, I record everything myself.
1: Did Joe Perez do some stuff on that, too, with you? He was He was around, but he
0: wasn't really on there very much. A
1: little bit. Okay. I thought you guys had done a lot of work together, the two of you. Yeah, we
0: we did. It was it was just more, mostly we couldn't line up our schedules because he was always working while I was recording and stuff. I worked during the day and he didn't get off till like nine or ten at night. So, you know, it just didn't it never really lined up. He's on there a couple times, but it was like mostly it's like, dude, I got to get this stuff down. So, you know, mm-hmm. I wish I I wish I would have been a little bit more patient and got him on there though.
1: Yeah, yeah. His, um, have you ever hung out with his dad? i probably. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I fucking love Matt, dude. He's a cool dude. Yeah, Matt's a good dude. I haven't talked to him in a long, long time, but uh, I really like Matt. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like he, yeah, he was like he Joe's brother. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's getting a little older now, but when he told me, he was like fucking 50 back then, I think. Uh-huh. I was like, what the fuck? Like, he, I don't know what he's eating, but I need some of that. You know,
0: he's He's from the Philippines, man. You know, he's, he's like I remember. Okay, so I got a funny story about him. So I had like all this shit when I moved there, and you know he's Filipino. So I'm like, hey, do you want this rice cooker? He's like, looked at me. He's like, fuck no, I don't want that thing. <laughs> he's like, I'm fucking Filipino. Jesus. I thought like, he was um, Indian.
1: Uh, no. <laughs> no. <he's laughs> yeah, so I did. Well, I knew he's, I knew he's Filipino now, but when I first met him, I thought he's fucking Indian. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess or native, that. I should say. It was probably gotcha. like a PC way to put it. You gotcha. know. Gotcha. But but yeah, he's cool, man. I had a lot of fun with him up in Butte. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: it's just really weird. Like it's it's strange that we were involved in the same world musically, but like our paths never really crossed. It was just like by the time people were starting to notice it, I was like, fuck this, I'm out. You know, and
1: yeah, it got old, man. And it's kind of like we were talking a little bit the other night and we probably probably good we did because i think we blew off some steam and yeah. you know and uh you're welcome to say whatever the fuck you want and i'll chime in where i feel the need to and we should probably i mean like we'll probably talk a little bit about it but maybe not as we were the other night i guess you know i got you it's I mean, a little you, different
0: when it's the personal conversation you know <laughs>
1: well that you know we already kind of said our piece about a lot of stuff right and I think, uh, now it's simmered and also that it's Sunday night. I think the difference is Friday between Friday and Sunday. is oh, yeah. You, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things, man, that, um, that really started to fucking bug me about that whole thing towards the middle and end of it, you know, um, it got too big, too quick. And I told you the other night, I just feel like, I feel like the wrong captain was at the you know at the wheel for the whole thing kind of makes me bitter in that sense and and another thing that kind of makes me bitter and i don't want to make it sound too negative but was the fucking fans man you know they turned out they were just they're just as judgmental as some of them i shouldn't throw all of them under the bus but some of them are just as judgmental as the people they bitch about you know like I'd be at a fucking show. Like I'm like I'm on the road. Like look, I don't give a shit if a guy's in a suit and tie. If he wants to buy my CD, he wants to buy my fucking CD. I don't care if he's rich, poor, whatever. Like not covered in tattoos with a bunch of shitty patches on. You know, like back the fuck up. I'm trying to grow my music. Like I don't give a like I care about this scene, but like I want to reach my music to whoever the fuck wants to hear it. You know. And it felt like it was almost like a gang after a while, man. So,
0: are you saying like you felt like it's like just, it was just like too exclusive? You know, like,
1: yeah, kind of. Like, I think every, every, all the, every fan wanted to be like somebody. You know, like, I think a lot of people like, like, forgot what it's like to just be a fucking fan of something or to be, to like something. Everybody wanted to be your brother. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to, you know,
0: I'm sorry. I, I lost you there for a second just because uh. I live in the middle of nowhere. What was the last thing you said?
1: Oh, I said family. Everybody wanted to be family, you know? Right, right. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, like, it's
0: really weird because for a long time, I was fucking pissed about this. Like, just livid. And that was like 10 years ago when I when I got done with that. So I've had a lot of time to just kind of like cool off and like not give, I have like, I got a lot, I got a family and, you know, a real job and shit. Like I don't, I'm over it, you know, <laughs> but what I will say, like, there's, there's a really good thing that I want to say about Darren. Cause like, really like <sighs> Darren is very good at introducing people and, and hooking like-minded people up with like-minded people who, who he can see what, what people will work what people will work well together and introduce them he's really good at getting people to pay attention to things um he's also really fucking manipulative Mm -hmm. and kind of evil too um i don't really want to get into too much i got you off into the weeds but like i have examples i could bring up i just don't think i need to right now
1: yeah Um, i got you it's cool i was like
0: it's just weird to me because like Everything you're saying, like, I never saw that, like, with the fans, because I, I was fucking done. Like, I, yeah, I think I've it kind of came
1: been. later, man. It really did. It was, I, I want to, I, like, I don't know. It almost had, like, an ICP vibe, you know, as, okay. as some yeah. people described it as, which pissed a lot of people off. Because, my, you know, Owen Mays was calling the fans Farmalos for a minute, and it just Uh-oh. did, like, it pissed so many fucking people off. Man, well, I didn't I know.
0: Mean, <laughs> The, the thing about all this stuff is like, I guess the only
1: thing I really want to say, cause I don't want to just
0: trash anybody. Like I've had my problems with Darren, wow. but I don't fucking care anymore. yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a grown ass man. And I, you know, I, I'm not going to just like carry shit around with me for my whole life, but I saw it coming like a long fucking time ago. I used to be proud to tell people I was the first motherfucker to leave that label. And <laughs> I didn't like, you know, I, I didn't make a big thing of it. I was like, oh, I'm out. No, fuck this. Um, But what I really feel bad about is I never said anything because a lot of people got ripped off by that guy. And I knew it was coming because I got ripped off by that guy a whole lot.
1: At that point Uh, in time, man, sorry to cut you off. At that point in time, if you would have said anything, you would have just been an enemy, you know? Uh, I know.
0: And that's why I didn't say anything.
1: There was that, like I said, that mentality was there that if you ever spoke out against him, it was weird. Like you'd be fucking just fucking annihilated on the internet you know it was like not worth the headache you made the right choice you know when owen left man he took a lot of fucking shit from that because he fucking left because he got tired of the shit um and then you know it took like a bunch of i mean fuck dude there's still people that are loyal as fuck walk around with those patches on their backs and shit you know and and uh i mean it's came out enough now to where i mean i know that he's He's done some people wrong, you know, and, and to be fair, he's never really like, I got out before anything bad could happen. Um, I just got tired of waiting for him to do anything for me, except make me part of the label, you know, like, um, if I would have recorded an album, it would have sat there till he felt like putting it out and And if any of the Gallo members were doing any kind of project, they wouldn't, it wouldn't have came out at all. You know, like any of those guys would be above me. And I mean, I I guess rightfully so in the sense, because any of those guys would have outsold me in any of their projects, you know? Um, But, you know, like one thing, you know, I just like, I wanted a shirt made by them so I could sell that. And I was willing to pay for it and everything like that. And it just wasn't happening. And pretty soon like, like all the goddamn gallows had fucking shirts made. Like there's a fish. I hate fish gut shirt. You know, everybody had one, but I was like, I was like, you know, I think, you know, I was already talking to this label at a Tacoma called Splatterhouse and they were actually willing to like pay for studio time and everything like that. So I was like, I think I'm just going to leave, <laughs> you know, yeah. And I, I kind of told him like, like, hey we can do something down the road, but I got this opportunity. And he's like, okay, cool. And it was like, he fucking didn't even remember talking about that because like, I'm about a month away from going to record. And he was like, Hey man, let's get an album down soon. I'm like, "Dude, (laughs) I fucking told you I'm doing, doing something else, man. But, but that was the only reason I left, you know, and there was, there wasn't any animosity toward in between us until Owen died. And which is weird because I'd actually put a lot of fucking fires out. And I kind of felt bad for him. Because when he died, a bunch of people crawled up his ass to do like a fucking tribute to Owen at Farm Fest. And like Owen wouldn't have wanted that. And like Owen's like a lot of Owen's good friends were like, fuck you don't do that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, calm down. Like, what's he supposed to say, though? This guy just fucking died. His fans don't know about that. They don't like each other. You know, they just think that, you know, somebody passed on and they want to see something happen. And and what's he supposed to say? He's a bad guy. If he says no, he's a bad guy. If he says fucking yes, you know. Like, he hasn't said he's going to do anything yet. He hasn't, he's just, there's just been talks of it. So just fucking calm down. And then, like, we talked about that, and I, he thanked me for doing that. And then all of a sudden, he just, like, blocked me off of Facebook. So I don't know, man, like, whatever. I guess. But um, I was like, I guess I should have just let him go burn Farm Fest down. They wanted to go beat the shit out of and There's about 20 of them. So... But, yeah, I mean, other than that, I haven't had any problems with him. I mean, he's done perk stories, you know, and I don't know what's real or what's bullshit, you know. I just know that that was a – honestly, it was a good time in my life, man. I thought about covering the tattoo up, but then I start to think about it, I'm like, you know, fuck it. I'll just leave it there, you know.
0: Yeah, it's really – I don't know. It's really weird because, like, like I said, like I saw it coming. I'm always really afraid of groups of people. And I just like, like if I'm, if I'm heading toward one, I'm like, no. But the one thing um, I would be curious about would to be to hear what other people have to say about it. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm, like I said, I'm not, I'm not interested in just like trashing some guy. I just want to know what everybody's experience was. Yeah, like,
1: no, me too. Like I know a lot of people have been really tight knit about it for some reason. Like everybody's like afraid uh-huh. what he's going to do. Well, it seems like he doesn't have much interest in, giving a shit about defending himself or doing anything, but doing whatever he's doing right now. Anyways, you know, I think yeah. anybody's, I don't think farmageddon's ever going to make a fucking, uh, a comeback, you know? No, I doubt it. Yeah. I, I mean, mean,
0: you could take the, the people still exist, um, to, to make something out of it, but you have to kind of have somebody driving and somebody has to step up. And do he that.
1: would, he would have to, he would have to fucking either sell it to somebody who is respected and loved in this community like honeycut or somebody like that, you know. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. he would have to make a lot of shit right and that would cost probably more money than he's going to get ever. Yeah. You know. He just I think I kind of feel for him because I've been in his shoes a couple times. Things when you're when you're in the fucking position of leader of anything, things can get fucking above your head fucking fast, man oh sure yeah Uh, things spiral out of control money's going out quick and then um it's just sometimes money goes out so fast and then it just stops coming in you know and you're like oh shit you know it's it's hard to explain it's just when you're in that position there's first off there's always gonna be somebody who hates you anyways the second off there's always just gonna be fucking something you know and and I'll tell you anything that I've done has been a fraction of what he dealt with. So I don't fucking envy him in any way with all the farm fests he did and all the albums he put out and everything that he did. I don't fucking envy him. You know, I think it just went too fast, um, too much, too fast. And he didn't have the right things that he needed. And he probably sounds to me like he didn't want anybody else to help him a lot of the times. So, and and if he did, he wasn't willing to listen. He was stubborn, you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, like I said, I, I mean, I, I wasn't around for all that for the for the to watch it all come crashing down. I was there in the beginning of it, and what I saw was a guy that was trying to pull one over on you all the time. Yeah. You know? So you, you just didn't you just didn't trust him because it's like he's going to rip you off, you know. Every <laughs> time you work with him, you're going to get fucked over in some way, and there's going to be some excuse. And you know, the only reason I'm even talking about this right now is like maybe six months ago i saw somebody selling my one like my cd on ebay like i didn't fucking care i was like oh that's weird i just want to see who's selling it and it was him and he was saying it was out of print i'm like dude it's not fucking out of print you know it's not out of print <laughs> and it turned out he was selling a bunch of people's fucking bootleg merch too yeah you know and it's like dude, like what an asshole like just leave us alone you know <laughs>
1: yeah 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 some of that shit though because I went and looked at it, too. Some of that shit might just be leftover Farmageddon merch, and he might have rights to some of it, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, my thing was, I never trusted him because it turned into a T-shirt. It turned into just, like, a T-shirt vendor. And he's like, oh, send me send me some shirts. Send me some shirts. I'm like, okay, I'll send you some shirts. So I sent him some shirts and never end up on the website. I'll send me the artwork. Like, no, I'm not going to send you the fucking artwork because you can print your own shirts. Like, no, sorry, bud. Like, yeah. I'm a fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, you've ripped me off before. Huh
1: um yeah i kind of get it though man i mean music's kind of ran in that direction though man it's like everything is digital as it is and and his farm again was that kind of the dying breath of of the still physical age of music aside from vinyl which ironically enough made is making a huge comeback but um, um aside from that you know everything's going to spotify and all that shit which sucks for the artists you know Totally sucks for the artists, but I think I make more money off shirts myself. So I get it. You know, the music's kind of a way to sell shirts now. Yeah,
0: for sure. Well, and, and definitely like, you know, like there were definitely some good things about about Farmageddon. Like, I don't want to like, I hope that I'm not sounding like I'm just like bitter. Like I'm really, I don't even think about this stuff anymore. I'm just talking about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, But, but, but yeah, it really was like kind of like the dying, the dying gasp of physical media, like CDs, because, like I was t- talking earlier about how I still have whatever amount of su- my first album. Like if I had toured more, yeah, I would have sold those. Nobody buys CDs when you're when you're not on tour. Yeah, you, gotta you know what I mean. Like, more. yeah, yeah, maybe records, which is why I'm putting that one out because people want it. But it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, I don't need to have this. Just it's not like a status thing. Like you know,
1: <laughs> I got you, dude. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's a weird weird time to be a fucking musician, that's for sure. That's why we're lucky we got jobs. <laughs> well, I learned
0: young to do it on my own terms, you know, because if I if I'm doing it and it becomes a job like playing music and it becomes my job, like I don't like it anymore. You know? Yeah. Like it's gotta be it's gotta be my other thing that I like I don't have time to do that I wish I had time to do, or I'm just like, you know, I'm kinda yeah. a stupid asshole, I guess. I just like to whine and complain and
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the artist in you.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so we uh I think we all of us artists like to whine and complain and bitch and moan. That's why we get along so well or don't get along at all.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh man, I'm working so hard. I just want just want some time off work so I can play guitar and then like. I get time to play guitar. I
1: don't
2: have any ideas.
1: Yeah, that's me, <laughs> this <is> man. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, or I'm so fucking tired. I'm just like, I don't even want to. I just want to sit here and do nothing, you know.
0: Yeah. So I've been writing a lot lately. I got my so I got this camper set up, um, which is really weird because like I like I was a fuck up like two years ago. <laughs> I got like a good job and and like like hey, like I'm actually like I'm doing all right. Like this is good, you know, hard work does pay off um so we got this camper and i put this solar in it i'm like super excited for the springtime because i'm gonna go out and record a bunch of shit out in the desert but i've just got plugged into the house now and i come out here because i got a I got a little kid in the house and she's in bed so i gotta come out here all night and scream and you know do all my crazy slack guy slim shit and then go back inside and play daddy you know yeah that's... and it's it's kind of weird with all this coronavirus shit you know like you know, like, trying to play, like, these live streams, like, I haven't done a whole lot of them, but the ones I've done, you know, typically I'm around my family, and then I have to, like, turn on this crazy character. I'm like, oh, man, I gotta, you know, I got like, a three-year-old outside knocking on the door, the ones that come and hang out, I'm like, no, I can't. Right now I'm in here yelling (laughs) about crazy shit, sorry.
1: (laughs) It's just just
0: weird. It's fucking weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah, wait till they get older, man, and, like, if you're planning on putting your kid in public school, wait until they start bringing pop culture into your house.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we're we're working on that. She's she's really into Johnny Cash and Chuck Berry and like I didn't like force her to do it. She's like, "I like Chuck Berry." I'm like, "Hell yeah."
2: yeah.
0: Um so I, I let her play I let her play in my music room cuz like a lot of stuff. So she likes the drums a lot. So we, oh, we really? do that. Yeah.
1: My kid yeah. has never fucking been like that, but she's recently started she's in a punk phase now cuz she's 12. Nice. But, but her punk phase though. Is like like My Chemical Romance and Green Day shit like that, but I figure yeah, at twelve yeah. that's a start, you know. Like at least she's listening to Well, for
0: sure, I you mean, know. I think I think oh man, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I think the first album I bought on CD was Aerosmith, so like I can't like say anything bad about kids listening to My Chemical Romance,
1: <laughs> you know. <laughs> Mine was um I think the first the first tape I ever bought was Billy Ray Cyrus Some Game All. The first, okay, all right. the first CD I bought, I think, was Coolio's Gangster's Paradise.
0: All right. That's that's legit. Okay.
1: So, I mean, we're fucking, <laughs> when you're a kid, you're a kid, you know? So that's a, right. I think it's right. funny. All these fucking guys, like our age, like a lot of them were like, man, my first show was like, you know, the fucking, was like, uh, you know, the, the Ramones or some shit. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah.
1: I don't believe it. Yeah. Like, you're like fucking 30s like early 30s like fuck you you know like yeah people are always yeah, it, lying about how punk rock they are and shit or whatever it's really funny kind
0: of- like when you start getting old and you just like don't fucking care anymore like i I was like i was like i wasn't like a like pretentious like hipster like super cool type person but i was like a music snob for sure i was like oh you don't know this band well fuck you and i'm like yeah do you guys want to come to my house and listen to some fucking seals and Crofts or like something whatever's on the radio you know like <laughs> I just don't care anymore you know yeah. <laughs> just I'm, too t- I'm too fucking tired to give a shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I, I've always been pretty honest like I got a pretty shitty taste in music in general you know like oh me too a lot of the stuff I listened to when I was younger was totally pop shit and I listen to some of it now you know or like like grunge I was big into grunge that's kind of what got me into music so like whatever I mean everybody's got their influences and whatever that is is you know is what it is you know
0: yeah, I just so I just started getting back into Alice in Chains recently because I've like I just had never listened to it. That's one of my favorite bands of all
1: time, actually. They're
0: fucking awesome. It's so good. Like, I mean, once you get past like, you know, the, the songs that they play on the radio and you haven't heard them for a while, like I was. Those are good
1: too, them. but they've overplayed the fuck yeah. out of them.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It just ruined it. And then like the albums, you're like ah, I don't want to listen to that either. But you ever? I mean, Mad
1: Season. Mad Season is one of my favorite projects ever. Oh like, yeah lane Staley's side project with some of the guys from uh-huh. screaming trees and shit fuck yeah 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 that's uh mark lanigan's making like a big uprise right now from the sc- he's from the screaming trees like uh mm-hmm. I guess he's kind of always been big on the underground but it seems like he's really coming up again now as like one of like oh really that's yeah cool. he's well, almost got like a- been around forever yeah he's like uh almost starting to get like a bit of a like a weight tom waits kind of respect up in at least the pacific northwest area you know that's
0: cool okay yeah i read something about him recently i I need to like i need to spend more time with it there's just so much it's it gets so hard to check out music you know when you get older you just get stuck in what you've always listened to and like 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 i'll still find new stuff like charlie crockett i was really into his last album and like um Coulter wall until the thing that he just put out like the one before that was like yeah but then this last one i'm like ah, oh, dude you lost me
1: this first album was good man other than oh, that, hell I, haven't yeah. been able, I haven't been able to hop back into whatever he's doing after the first one um yeah there's a lot of good shit right now man sarah shook's good but i wasn't a super mm-hmm. big fan of her last one um fuck i'm trying to thank us some other other guys I no, mean, Rachel just put do you. Rachel's new album is fucking killer. I don't know if you've listened to Rachel's. Yeah, album. I
0: still need to. I still need to get that one.
1: Yeah, um, I got it on vinyl, and then they redid Junk's album. That's how we started talking. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I've already got all that stuff. Though. I've had that stuff for a long time.
1: Yeah, th- <laughs> but they, I he just put it out on vinyl for the first time, so I wrote right, yeah. fucking CDs down. I've probably had like three or four copies of that CD. So when they put it on a vinyl, I was like. <laughs> Uh, nice. I was all worried that they were going to sell out. I'm like, these are ever going to sell out? Like, I'll be able to buy <laughs> one of these in 30 years. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no offense to Brooks. He knows. He's probably like. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah but, uh,
0: awesome.
1: but yeah, Rachel's new <laughs> album is good, man. And I think fucking A, man. You know, the coolest thing about that is a lot of people. I think a lot of people will fucking hit their peak. At like their second or third album. And Rachel's been going for a long time, man. So I think uh-huh. this last album was probably one of the best ones she's ever put out. And to know that this is like her seventh or eighth one, and uh-huh. it's probably one of the best ones, I think is awesome. Because, I mean, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. I can already kind of see it happen. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if this album starts getting her some major attention from... Oh,
0: from- yeah, she's already yeah, she's already gotten lots of attention for it. And yeah, it's it's really cool to see people that, like, that was... Okay, so going back to the farm thing, like, that was kind of like my my one of my initial problems with like when I first started slack I slim like I had just got done in a punk band and I played with a bunch of noise bands and then I was like I like Hank Williams now so I'm gonna go play <laughs> country music um but then, I mean there's other stuff I'd been like a country DJ out in Montana and then moved back to, uh, to Ohio and um but anyway like th- it was like it was like hey there's no fucking rules for this stuff this isn't like oh six you know like nobody's doing this shit like you can do whatever the hell you want and then there was like Rachel Brooks there was 357 um Man, I really don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, those poor bastards. Like all the original Bob Wayne was around. Um,
1: Wayne Hancock, but, but, you know, then it just making a big. What's surge. that? Like Wayne Hancock was making a big surge back around. High yeah, awesome was pretty. They kind of came along mm-hmm. uh, around then. Yeah, too. but like after that, after that first
0: wave, though, it was just like it just seemed like it was like a billion of the same band over and over again. And I was yeah. like, man, fuck this, I'm I'm done. Like I'm just. They all sounded do either like <laughs> the
1: 357 string band or Hank three. Right. right. You know? um, so yeah, I got you. Those. There's like the carbon copies happen. It always does.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just I just got out and you know, but it's really cool to hear like, like like Rachel's still like putting out like she's trying to top herself. Every album is better than the last one. Like that's kind of like the same, the same standard I hold myself to, but it just takes me forever to do anything. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah she always does something different but i think what i like about this one is she kind of went back to the roots of of what she does she just Mm -hmm. did it did it better you know nice yeah that's cool um yeah because she did that killer's dream and i i've told her this i it was recorded great it's talented album but it just like i didn't didn't move me like her other stuff you know it was a good it was good you know but it just wasn't i don't know it didn't feel like rachel to me but but uh i think she was pretty proud of it and she should have been because it takes a lot for an artist to totally switch gears you know for me that's one of the biggest fucking problems is trying to break away from the shit that i do all the fucking time you know and i think that's why i don't it's hard for me to even sit down and play sometimes because i'm just like i feel so uncreative because of i just can't bring myself to do anything new right now you know yeah, I—I I mean, are you talking about
0: like with everything, like Trump and coronavirus and all that being like stuck in a slump because of that, or just like?
1: Oh no, that doesn't else. have anything to do it. But anything, yeah. I would think that would have brought me out of that slump because I was pissed off a lot, you know. Which kind of sucks for now. me. Like for me, now... I would just go. Go ahead, go ahead, you... sorry, go ahead, man. Sorry. There's like a pause between <laughs> us, and it's fucking us up. But but for me, that yeah. seems like um, it seems like that would have been a great time for me to go, and now um i'm kind of like a reflective writer i don't really write or do things while i'm in the midst of it usually i spend that time like sorting out my shit and then when i'm done with that and i'm in a little bit of a better place or a more comfortable place and the timing's right I then i sit down and I, i'll write songs about it so but it kind of sucks now because if i sit down and write about how much i hate donald trump it's kind of irrelevant because he's gone <laughs> you know right right i hate hate what i hate about that whole thing or about how the country's been you know i mean it's kind of kind of done now you know
0: yeah i mean when i when i first started getting really really bad it was like i just was like paralyzed you know i'm like fuck it i live in the middle of nowhere i'm just gonna you know stick to myself and and uh i just i don't know it was, it, it was tough to be around all that like I don't think it's over
1: though. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't either, <laughs> but like, I think,
0: I oh, think somebody flipped the switch.
1: Huh. you you might be right. And I'm kind of waiting for it too, but I think the worst of it is, I think, um, I hope so. I think even if like a couple more big things happen, they'll be squashed quick. Yeah. You know, I think, um, I think, I think it's, I think it's going to get better from here. And hopefully this virus lets up and people stop being stupid, you know, and um just everything in general gets starts getting a little better i think it will i can kind of i don't know just the fact that he's gone has made me feel a million times better oh for sure yeah me too i feel like there's just kind of like everything just kind of took a big sigh of relief except uh-huh. that yeah that small i mean i shouldn't say small because it's good size of that percentage of people that are really mad that he's gone and i think I think even his supporters have split in half at this point and half of them are kind of like, whatever, that's politics. That's done. Yeah. And the other half are the ones that are buckled in, you know, and I think eventually, you know, those guys are going to wade through what's who are the pussies and the, the shit talkers compared to the ones that are the real dangerous issue, you know, and you split that up, it'll probably be a quarter to 75%, you know,
0: yeah, it's just, it's just weird to me that, you know, like, I spent my life, I was an asshole when I was younger, you know, I was a drunk, just kind of arrogant kid that didn't know how to be a person. And I've pretty much spent my whole life trying to be better than I could than I was before. And then you see like this, it's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like doesn't this mean anything to you like you know if you're gonna be here one time why not try to like enjoy yourself a little bit and get along with the people you're around who gives a shit if you don't agree with everybody all the time it just yeah. i just don't fucking get it you know like why do people get so fucking dug in on these ideals that are insane you know
1: that can go that goes both fucking ways dude oh, man. for sure 100%. i'm yes, over i'm over politics in general right now like all right democrats you won shut the fuck up like conservatives, you lost. Shut the fuck up. Let's just get back to the business because none of them give a fuck about us anyways. At the end of the day, we should all be allies and figuring out how to fucking change that whole fucking, you know, that whole fucking shit that's going on in D.C. You know, it's been right. a problem forever. And and that's, that's what I can't, it irritates me a, a bunch that people can't see. Like, that's the real problem. It's not the people. It's not your neighbor. It's not... You know, the, the people, the citizens that are Democrats and Republicans is the people that are running the fucking show that are Democrats and Republicans that are the problem. Exactly.
0: And and we're falling into the trap, which is, oh, you fight amongst yourselves while we do whatever the fuck we want to, you know. Yeah, like we you, shut you it are the down, each other
1: down and fucking give you bullshit during this pandemic, you know, and spend your tax money on bullshit that don't fucking matter, you know. It's just, yeah i don't know i don't
0: i don't really know a lot about politics it's just kind of like it's been sad that i've had to learn and i didn't want to yeah i, I mean <laughs> i don't either but
1: i all i know is like i go by what i see you know and like what seems like common sense you know it's like right? All right well they're taxing the shit out of this area but nothing's been done that they said they were going to do with this tax money like where's it going you know hmm. yeah. i'm from a democratic state so Right. Uh, you know like i i got problems with everything i just my biggest problem was is when you when you get down to it is i feel like you know a good percentage of trump supporters and i don't even want to call them republicans you know a good percentage of trump supporters were just fucking not nice people for the last no that's
0: the thing like i fucking lost my whole family over this shit and it's like why why you fucking want it for four fucking years you threw away your relationship with your fucking son and your granddaughter because of some fucking pride like serious like i just don't get it man like it's just so confusing and i'm not the only person like i talk to a lot of people like yeah i don't have family anymore I'm like man that sucks
1: i haven't lost any family but i've lost some friends you know and i'm pretty sure my uncle one of my uncles in particular isn't like real fond of my views but he. Uh-huh big enough to where we just like don't see each other as much as we used to instead of like, you know, uh, instead of making a deal of it. But um, I just like, I can't understand how these people can support like fucking up people's basic human rights. There's a lot of it, you know, it's like, leave the trans community alone, leave fucking minorities alone. And then, then another thing is like the whole thought of countries anymore It's kind of ridiculous. Like, it's all imaginary lines that were drawn by fucking people that thought the world was flat. To fucking just separate shit out. Like, at this point, like, like what the fuck is, it's just dumb, you know? And I kind of get it. Like, I'm not necessarily, like, let's just open our borders to everybody. But I don't think we should be locking up immigrants in concentration camps either, you know?
0: No, definitely not. (laughs) But at this point, I don't I'm, not, I'm not really smart enough to have an answer for that. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I've described I've described like just the American mentality a lot, like Texas high school football mentality. Mm. You know, it's just like fucking dumb. I feel like nobody's ever really sat and thought about like why why do we love America so much? Like, yeah. Are we really the best? Do, like and if we are, maybe we should fucking act like respectable people. Well
0: know? it's really strange how the definition of patriotism has been twisted around and to mean like I have a flag and a gun like that <laughs> doesn't make you a fucking patriot you know like I'm sh- I mean you live in Oregon I- I'm always hearing news stories about like militia stuff up there and like it's kind of bad here too um, there's a book called uh, it's called Dead Run it's about these guys from around the year 2000 these militia dudes that stole this water tanker and shot a bunch of fucking cops they had all these like machine guns and shit it's and like a lot of militia activity around I here know. but I just don't understand, like, why is that what, that's not patriotism, that's terrorism, you know? <laughs> like, you're not, like, it's not you, your little group versus everybody else. It's like, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know, it's really strange how, how these things turn into, like, a religion, you know? I just, I just don't get that at all. Like, yeah, that's exactly. like I said, like, my nature like is, like yeah but but like it's like it's everybody wants to fit into a fucking group that pre-exists and you don't want to, have to think about anything and that's that's been my thing for my whole life is once i see like a group with rules forming i'm like no yeah. fuck this i'm out of here like you know i can't i can't do it
1: <laughs> me too kind of actually you know it's like i don't know i mean i guess when i was younger i'd, I'd always wanted to be a part of things until i was a part of them you know? Well, yeah, me too, yeah. You know, I was always like, oh, man, I really want to be a part of this, part of that. And then I'm like, hmm, <laughs> this isn't as cool as yeah. it seems, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck, man. That's that's the country. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's getting better. I, I hope
0: mean, so. I mean... It's just like I back mean, to the like-
1: same crooked shit and not the real bad crooked shit, I guess. You know? Yeah,
0: that's all we can ask yeah. for right now. Like... <laughs>
1: yeah um yeah i mean everybody's in love with biden now but fuck dude who knows
0: yeah it's yeah i don't know it's just i just work here you know i'm just happy that
1: (laughs) that's a good term i just work
0: here (laughs) i say that i say that all the time at work is people like oh do you see this i'm like whoa i'm not on your side buddy i don't want to talk to you about politics at work just yeah i just work here and then walk away right <laughs>
1: but
0: i don't know i mean i'm just happy that i like so like when it all started i was like like creatively just dead like i like i got nothing i'm gonna go fucking in my garage and cut up wood i got really into making banjos for a while oh really um, and then, oh yeah <laughs> yeah i was like super banjo guy there for a minute and then i stopped <laughs> doing that. um but but yeah like i started getting to the point where i could write about shit again and like and then it was ending and now it's just like, I, I had this like album that I'm like really fucking proud of, but I'm like working on it. But now I don't know what to write about. Cause like, I was just trying to get all my anger out through that. And now I'm like, not really angry anymore. So it's going to be a weird album. We'll see what happens.
1: Well, that's good, man. Sorry. You kind of hijacked talking about the album and went, Oh, no, and... you're good. Don't worry about it. I kind of figured that's where this would go, man. I've been seeing a lot of your posts. So I thought we'd, we end up talking about some left field shit probably. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, man, it's good to see you back. I'm happy you're back. And that's uh, cool that uh, it's, it's good. Yeah, to see you, you know, I'm glad that I got to interview you too, man. I think, dude, I think a lot of people are looking forward to hearing this interview. So well,
0: that's good. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I nobody ever asked me to do anything. It's not like I got people lining up, you know, or anything, but well, and so and I saw
1: him. you getting excited about junks interview. I was like, fuck, I should ask him to fucking come on, man. He's hit me up about doing something a while ago and uh, we never really got around to it. I was like, should I ask him to fuck, come on the show, man. So, yeah. Oh
0: yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, man. Absolutely. Anytime. Um, we'll put your uh, songs on the regular playlist for the dog water show to you right now. Great. This is uh this is we're, me and my partner usually do a podcast and this is uh, mm-hmm. um, kind of, we're on a hiatus, just taking a little break kind Of regathering some stuff, and we might reformat the show a little bit, but uh, but this is kind of what I'm doing to keep myself entertained and to kind of keep people's entertainment, you know, in the show, um, kind of you know, fresh, I guess, or whatever, but um, to keep from losing people and keep them entertained while we're on hiatus. So, I've been just doing interviews, so um, that's cool. Nice. That come on, yeah,
0: yeah, thanks for having me, really appreciate it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else you want to add to this whole thing, man?
0: Oh, I'm sure I'll think of something later, but I can't make it right now. <laughs> yeah, I feel
1: like I have a bunch of questions for you, man. Um, so, uh, are you going to, well, when the fucking COVID shit's done, you, play, you think you'll play any shows or anything?
0: I might. Um, I, You know, we got a, family's a problem, because, like, me and my wife, my family lives here, and, like, I I don't talk to anybody in my family, and her family's all 1500 miles away. So it's kind of tough to do anything right now, but maybe in a couple of years, we'll see. I mean, I've been thinking about probably doing some stuff over around Denver. Um, which is funny. Cause I tell people I live in Colorado, like, Oh, come play in Denver. I'm like, that's seven hours away. Yeah. You know?
1: it's, it's a lot like, <laughs> like Oregon, Oregon's the same way. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I'll probably do some stuff around there. So I don't know. I'll, I'd, I'd like to, for sure.
1: Yeah. It'd be good to see you back around, dude. Uh, um, like I said, I understand though. It sounds like, do you, you, do you work like six days a week or some shit too? You, no, like I only
0: work four days a week. Oh, do you? Yeah.
1: Well, that's good. I thought yep, for a minute you said you're just working fucking six days a week or some shit.
0: Oh no, no. Well, some, so I had a big power outage this week, so I had to stay out all night and that, oh, that really sucked because I'm fucking old and like, I'm used to my 40 hours and go home. Uh-huh. And I mean I worked four tens, but really it's only like eight hours that I actually work, and then the rest of the time we're screwing around. Um, but but yeah, and then I had to go actually fix something in the middle of the night, and it was it, you know, it just I can't I can't handle it anymore. It's a young man's game.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, we're getting old, man. Like
0: <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I gotta like
1: watch what I eat now because I got really fat because I wasn't watching what I ate or myself. Yeah, that <laughs> happened to me too. So, it's man. weird.
0: Cause I'm just ex- like, I'm just expanding. Like I've like always had a super high metabolism and now I don't. And yeah, it sucks.
1: I've <laughs> always been big, but fuck. I blew up, man. Like fucking, I quit smoking. It happened when I quit doing everything really, you know, yeah. and then I replaced everything fun I did with eating and sitting at home. So yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. And no, then I was losing weight. I was doing good, but the pandemic got all the gym shut down. So here we are yeah for those fuckers to open back up
0: yeah we're all getting all kinds of new you know vices that we're gonna have to fucking fix later yeah. i way too much what not, not as much as i used to but still too much
1: how strict are the rules down there about covid or like uh...
0: uh it's not really it depends on where you are um where i live montezuma county is it's the fucking wild west you can do whatever the hell you want uh, um, are people at least over. wearing
1: masks down there uh, you know,
0: most of the time, yeah. You know, yeah. you go into like a store. I gotta go into big. There's a store called Big R. It's like a tractor supply, and like, there's always like a couple dudes in there. and They're always the same. Like, you know, I'm not like I don't know. It's a mask. Like, there's a lot of sign. I don't fucking know. I just they, they say it's safe. <laughs> so I'm just trying to. I'm trying to be a nice guy. So I wear yeah. one. I'm not like a fucking advocate for or against whatever. Um, but the guys coming in, they're like. Like, just like looking at everybody. I'm like, yeah, like, fuck
1: you. Like,
0: fuck you, man. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. just, I'm buying some fucking shots to give to my dog. I don't
1: <laughs> give a shit about you. You know? <laughs> fuck off. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of the same way here. Like, Morrow County, like, we've, we, I mean, they all follow the rules and shit, but they're pissed about it. So, you yeah. Walk yeah. The stores in really small towns, like the one I'm from. And you'll see people not wearing masks and they're looking at you like you're the fucking piece of shit for wearing one. I'm like, whatever. Fuck yeah.
0: you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we get that. And then like, the thing is like at work, it's like there's all these like scary rules. So like I work for the fucking power company. So you would think that we would be enforcing this shit. Um, I'm not going to say the name of the power company. Cause like this conversation could get me in a lot of trouble, but like you walk in and like, nobody's wearing a fucking mask. I'm like, you guys realize we have an outbreak here. There's no going to, not going to be anybody to handle outages. So, why aren't you wearing a fucking mask? Like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. You know, It's just really strange. And, like, I try to, like, take it really seriously because I'm like, well, shit, you know, like, I got a wife with asthma. And if I do get really sick and something happens at the grid, like, I'm not going to be able to go to work. Yeah. And I kind of have a duty to fucking keep people's lights on. That's kind of what you sign up for, you know, <laughs> working in the power industry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat. I work in a mental health facility. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, we had it and luckily it didn't wipe everybody out but it wiped like a bunch of people out and oh man i don't know if i'm asymptomatic or what but i walked right through it without any issues and but i ended up working a shit ton my bosses were both out so i was kind of running everything and then uh at least what i could run you know which is basically the day-to-day activities um uh-huh. But then like a couple staff were out and then some of the residents had it. So there was extra precautions on top of everything else. It was like, but it was kind of weird because it was like, it was busy, but it was so slow at the same time because we couldn't do anything. We couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't do anything. So like, it was like, we sit around for two hours, get meals ready then sanitize everything and bust ass for two hours and sit around for two hours. It was like two hours of like sitting around doing nothing. And then two hours of like chaos. <laughs> so yeah, I work 12 hour shifts too. So yeah. fuck. And so, and we, we usually, we have a three man crew, but we cut it down to two most of the time because of that whole thing. Yeah. it was a train wreck. And then like, so I'm like pretty, I, I'm pretty on board with following the rules, but it seems like a lot of them here don't make a bunch of sense. And, yeah. like, and I was like, they were like, okay, you came in contact with this person you work with. You need to come get a test. So I was like, all right, cool. They're like, okay. So I came and got a test and they're like, okay, your test is negative. You still need to quarantine. I'm like, okay. They're like, but you, can to, but you can go to work. I'm like, so I can go to work where I work with fucking at-risk people. Like the worst, the people that are you're supposed to like, like diabetics and and people with breathing problems and COPD and mm-hmm. asthma of the worst fucking possible kind. Um, old age, uh, you know, and on all these weird medications that make their immune systems fucked. But they're uh-huh. they're they're mentally ill, so they don't want to take any kind of like immune shot like any vaccines or anything to help them out. So, but anyway, so like just like the 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 population of people that basically this will kill. I can go work with them, but you don't want me going to the store. <laughs> to get basic shit you know another and i'm just like that's kind of fucking stupid so and then uh you know another thing they have here is they'll you can restaurants can set up outdoor seating with like heating and tents and serve people out there but people can't eat inside so i'm like all yeah, right you can serve people in tents outside where they're yeah, spreading the shit around anyways and possibly getting pneumonia because <laughs> it's fucking January. But you, they can't go inside and sit, sit down. My, my thing is, it's just like, either take it fucking serious or fucking let people do whatever the fuck they want.
0: Well, it was just such a shit show, you know? There was no fucking hand on the wheel in the beginning. Like, the, the federal government's like, oh, nope, not for me, you know? And, you know, that was... The fucking problem is like, nobody knows what the fuck we're supposed to do. So it's different state by state, but you can go, you can travel if you want, you know, like it's dumb. It's just like, it's fucking stupid. I don't know.
1: Yeah. The whole thing just fuck. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Hopefully the vaccine, I took the vaccine and um, I don't, I mean, I kind of haven't really wanted to say anything, but it wiped me the fuck out. Um, Yeah. Because I want people to take it and not be bitches about it or think they're putting microchips in it or anything like that, you know, but yeah, but yeah. man, it did, it got me a little harder than I thought it would. That's for sure. Um, I just felt fucking fatigued for like three or four days, man. So um, really, and wow. I only, t- I only took the first one. They said the second one's worse. So I'll let you oh, know man. the second one. <laughs> get us, but
0: Okay. <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know when we're getting ours. I mean, they're we're supposed to be higher on the list just because we're like we work on um uh, critical infrastructure, but I I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it.
1: It's yeah. Just, uh, you might you might be qualified now, man. Um the thing is is like they've sometimes they get vaccines that just aren't being used and they're sitting around. So if you call like your local health department and just be like, "Hey, what's up with this?" They might be like, hey, if you want one, just come down, you know. Huh, okay. Um, so if you want one, get one, man. I mean, it wasn't that bad. I mean, my arm was sore, but I think I think my chicken pox shot was worse at the end of the yeah. day. I've had worse vaccines, so um in general, they all kind of make you feel shitty. So, yeah. Um I don't know how the second one's gonna be though, because that's it probably was one of the worst. So I'm kind of worried about how the second one is like hoping i don't have to work that day
0: yeah that sucks So my job like i'm just like yeah i'm not coming in because i just got the shot the covid shot They're like okay <laughs> and, you know, yeah yeah
1: <laughs> mine mine would probably be cool but i've just been i took a few days off lately so like yeah try not to i guess but more than likely if i was like fuck i'm fucked up they'd be like all right just just go home you know
0: well it's a fucking pandemic i would hope so you know Try yeah. To be a little bit more yeah, and I'm doing usual. my part
1: to try to not, you know, because a lot of the employees right. are like, I'm not going to take it. I'm like, I kind of can understand why. I mean, a lot of I can understand why people have a fear for it, you know, but I try to be like, look, like. We've came a long way since the last time we had a pandemic. Right. Like, they have a pretty good idea of how to fucking make a vaccine now because it was like how it happen so quick. Well, it's because they have a pretty good fucking idea how to do it now. You know, yeah. it's essentially they know how to do it. They know the formula that's worked in the past, and I, it's just waiting for enough antibodies to come in to fucking fill enough vaccines to set out and start testing out. You know, so so I try to set people's mind at ease that way, but a lot of people are just like, "Nope, I'm not gonna do it till it's like out for like three years." I'm like, "Well, if everybody has that attitude. We're gonna still be right here in three years, fucking right for getting sure." Into each other's face is gonna be mutating and you know whatever
0: yeah it's it's fucking scary for sure i mean like i don't know i'm not worried for myself because like i'm you know i'm i feel like i'm a pretty healthy person but like my wife like i said it's asthma and stuff and it's it's not something that i want to fuck with you know if i can do something for other people then i'm gonna do it that's pretty yeah. much all there is all there is well, that's to
1: another thing that kind of fucking irritates me about it is like especially here like i i well i mean i live in a pretty desolate area so like you know, Portland's four hours from us and that's where like basically all the major cities are down off I-5 down that way. So Mm -hmm. everything here, I mean, fuck there's, there's no big cities around here. You know, it's all small towns for majority of Oregon really. So everybody sees what they see here they don't see like fucking them lifting, you know, the easing up on the cremation uh, laws in California so they can fucking Cremate people quicker because there's not enough room for bodies to go anywhere. Or fucking. Uh, you know, the hospitals are not overflowing here like they are in other places. So it's like, kind of like it's either a myth it's fake news because it's, they can't see it with their own fucking right. eye. You know, and another thing I like to fucking remind people too, is like, it's been a long time since we've had a fucking pandemic we are got our shit together a little better now. Of course, there's not bodies littering the fucking streets. <laughs> you know, we're like, we're doing, we've came a little way since the Black fucking death, you know? Like, we're pretty civilized now. Like, we know how to fucking get rid of this shit so little kids don't see it, you know? It's not... Right. You know, It's not how it used to be, you know? So, just because you don't see it and it doesn't look bad doesn't mean it's not fucking happening. It wiped out like Fuck, I can't remember what we overturned today. Like some millions of people have got the coronavirus now in America.
0: Yeah. And yeah, was, it's, pretty, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. Games. You know, I don't know. I it's just so it's you know, it's it's such a hard thing to talk to anybody about because like there's all this speculation, you know, the media, nobody trusts the media. I don't fucking I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to think. It's just like mm-hmm. The thing that I keep coming back to is like, okay, Trump's out of office, like, oh, we can relax. Oh, but there's a fucking pandemic. You know, this (laughs) is relaxing for us. You know, it's pretty, it's just crazy to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like, uh, it ain't going away. Everybody was like, it'll go away once the fucking, once the, uh, once the election's over, but sure as shit, nope, it's still here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because viruses care about elections.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I can't say I blame too many people for not trusting fucking media, but at the same time, it's not too hard to figure out which ones are at least telling a you know bit of truth and a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just feel really happy that, or feel really fortunate to, you know, live in the middle of nowhere and have a ne- a decent job. I live somewhere where, like, the reason I moved here is because I didn't want to be around people, and there's a lot of shit to do here, you know. <laughs> so it's it's like, well, I guess this is a good place to be. I mean, I'm not even quarantined. My life didn't change. I still go to work every single day. I just work but, with fewer people.
1: That's me. Aside from wearing a mask and not being able to do shows, you know, and not being able to sit down in a restaurant yeah really has changed much for me you know I think uh, I didn't realize how much of a people person I am (laughs) I guess you know like yeah yeah, maybe I don't hate people as much as I thought I did (laughs) yeah you know that that kind of happened to me
0: too like it's not that like I started reaching out to people but it was like you know things got really bad and it was like you know what do you do when when like you're in a position where you see all this shit just like this horrible shit happening around you but you're like yeah, that's not that bad for me. And I could help people and like, like, when, like trying to do nice stuff for people, like actually like, helped me get through like Trump and the all that and like, and so I'm not gonna be like, yeah, fuck this guy. Like, this is not what I, you know, what I believe like, this is not how I believe we should act. But, but I can do something that will counteract this. And I think that a lot of people, it's it's exactly what you said, like, and I've heard that from a lot of other people, like, oh, I figured out a lot of things about how I how I interact with people and how I actually do depend on people. And like, it's weird. It's been a, it's been a year for a lot of like personal growth for a lot of people. I think, you know,
1: I think so too. And I've, say, I've been saying this for a, lo- uh, a lot lately. I think at the end of the day, this pandemic is going to make uh, people, uh, you know, this country better. And maybe, I sure hope so. Maybe even the world in, in a sense, you know, because I just, I think, I think people will probably put their phones down a little bit and start caring more about like human um, interaction. And person and not the person on facebook you know
0: yeah for sure for sure
1: people act different on facebook than they do oh hell yeah everybody does and i yeah i'm guilty of it too you know i mean just because i say something in a certain way on facebook and i might get fired up doesn't mean that i can't have a civilized conversation with somebody about the same topic you know right
0: absolutely it's a lot different when you're face to face with somebody. It's like, yeah. Hey, I'm a person, not like a little picture on a computer screen.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't hear somebody's tone of voice. They're a comment. Or, Absolutely. You know, somebody could be totally saying something calmly and rationally. And if, if you're in a bad mood or you're feeling attacked at that point in time, you're going to hear it in your head as somebody being snide or condescending or arrogant, you know?
0: Right. Right.
1: So yeah, for so, sure. I think, I think once people, since people have been so dependent on Zoom and shit like that for their human interaction and and uh, you know their music too, you know, I think this will be good for music because um, music was really live, live music was suffering before this, Uh, and I think I think fucking people are gonna want to go out to shows again and oh yeah definitely hang out and I think it might be a whole new breath of air into live music and and as much as the venues are suffering right now and a lot of them are shutting down which is sad i think the ones that can get through this are gonna be fucking glad they they got through it because i think they're gonna be doing well
0: yeah i think so too but the the problem is like when do people start scheduling things nobody knows when things are gonna be better Um, you know you don't want to miss it and be like oh shit schedule now 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 but (laughs) you know? <laughs> like, I don't well, know, the good thing of...
1: is, is it it might for a while. I mean, venues were just booking anything, like whatever. Fucking this guy fucking sucks, but whatever, we'll book anything. But I think once it does lift, everybody's gonna be like, "Bam, we're going on tour." You know, it's gonna be like, yeah, I think so. Two was, months, yeah. people are gonna be fucking touring their ass off, like, and you know, those venues are gonna be prioritizing like bigger bands and good bands and and the local bands that have stayed true to them are going to have the spots to open, you know, and I think it's going to make people fucking work a little harder in live music too. You know, I think a lot of people have been handed a lot of shit, a lot of bands that don't practice or give a shit fucking have gotten a lot of great opportunities because they were there, you know? And, um, I think it's, it's gonna, people are gonna have to work for it again. And, I think, uh, like I said, the think people are going to come out, and I hope then you start doing good because it sucks. They're the they're suffering, especially ones that don't have anything else to fucking fall back on except booze. Oh yeah, and, you know right. those ones are fucked. I mean, some places in Seattle have gotten away with doing like to go orders for food if they've got good food, but you know, fucking a most of these places are just sitting there. You know,
0: yeah, for sure, I, it's going to be interesting. Well, hopefully hopefully some bands will come through like the West Slope because nobody ever fucking comes here.
1: Yeah, maybe <laughs> Grand Junction will get a resurge. We always tried to hit it up, but um, we haven't been able to get anything for a while down there. There was a crew of people doing something for a while, and then that dude that was associated with Farmageddon for a minute was uh-huh. at a Grand Junction. I can't remember his name.
0: Johnny, Johnny Wrong.
1: Johnny Wrong was there, too. I don't know if he's there again, but if he is, I don't think he's booking anything, so...
0: Uh, I don't know I've only ever I I knew who he was and uh, I was like oh man that guy's going to get fucking ripped off and then I met him after, after he got ripped off I was you like met hey, him after he did? Yeah, I was like yeah dude sorry I didn't say anything. He's like no I wouldn't have listened anyway.
1: Yeah, that's kind of how it was. I heard that like they offered him like something ridiculously stupid he packed his whole family up and moved up there to Yeah. Yeah, it was really weird because
0: we were we were just moving to Colorado when that happened and I actually like was talking to one of his friends who like worked at the front desk at the hotel where we were staying. We were out looking for a place to rent. And I was like, Oh man, like it was it was just fucking weird. Like, have you heard of farmageddon Records? I'm like, Yeah, I have. And uh (laughs) I'm like, oh dude, that guy is gonna get fucking ripped off. I'm like, and like, oh, he's moving his kids there. I'm like, Are you fucking serious? Yeah. And then I met him. I met him at a show in Junction. I'm like, hey, you're Johnny Wrong, aren't you? I'm like, hey, yeah, sorry. Sorry to hear about everything. Like, I wish I could have stopped you, but he's <laughs> like, I wouldn't have listened. You know, yeah, like he, same thing.
1: <laughs> he went in the dying breath of it, too, which sucks. Like, he yeah. thought he was going to be some kind of savior to that place. And there wasn't anything left to save by the time Johnny got there. You know, yeah. I think he'd taken all the money and invested it in that place in Anaconda because he knew he was fucking done you know so he just took what was left and bailed bailed himself out
0: yeah i don't know man it's yeah it's just weird like it was it was weird being up there when he was coming up when darren that is was coming up and getting more involved with that because it was like you just had this constant influx of people coming in like we just called him like the fresh meat like it was like whoever he could get whoever he could get to do his dirty work there was always just like somebody else all the fucking time i was like oh and like, I was one of those kids too, you know, like when I was, I was 22 years old when I met that guy and, and, you know, I wanted to be a musician and he's like feeding you with this bullshit about some dream. And it's like, by the time you figure it out, he's already gotten a bunch out of you, you know? Yeah. It just He did it over and over again and it got bigger and bigger and bigger and he got better and better at it. And I don't know, it's just kind of, it's fucking sad, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I was one of the few unlucky that didn't have that problem, but yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know. it would be interesting to see what ever comes of any of this, you know, like you said, it might just still be a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it would be cool if some, somebody, uh, you know, came and did some kind of project on it. Be cool to see somebody do like a real documentary on it too cuz it was a cool Yeah, it really
0: would. And I think people would actually be interested in that. And, and the problem was in the past like if it was if there was going to be a documentary about it it would have been made by like somebody who was a part of it. You know, you don't want to make a documentary yeah. about yourself. <laughs> no, the no you know
1: There's a lot of good good quality people out there that could could do something about it now and just dig in deep and
0: oh yeah it'll be awesome
1: yeah and i mean he's enough of a his head's big enough he'd probably sit down and do some interviews for it and talk oh, about
0: sure it he would. sure
1: especially if somebody offered him a few bucks on it or something you know
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine how good it would be. It'd be like the email I got when I caught him selling people shit on eBay. It's like,
1: you have anger problems.
0: I'm like, what? I don't even fucking care.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> come on, man. Like it was 10 fucking years ago. I have anger problems. Like, okay, whatever, bud. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I guess it is what it is, man. Yeah. That's life, dude. I probably will yep. meet another Darren in my life. I'm sure, you know.
0: I just go to buy a used car. You'll find one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, man. Well, shit. It was good talking to you, brother. I think probably. Yeah, you you too. Probably coming up on it, though. I think we're running out of shit to talk about. Okay.
0: Um, Sounds good.
1: Let's see. So do you have a website or anything? Or where can people? No, I just
0: have Bandcamp. This is what I usually send to people. Okay. And Bandcamp and Facebook
1: yeah hit him up Bandcamp facebook that's where slack ice limbs at these days back around
0: <laughs> for now until i decide that i'm gonna go fucking get into building bunkers or some other weird- <laughs>
1: some other weird <laughs> shit well i hope to get out on the road to do some shows soon man uh,
0: yeah we'll see how, we'll see how it goes once the kid gets a little bit older and things kind of mellow out here at home uh-huh. i definitely would like to because you know i haven't played in a long fucking time. It's, it's been a while.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, I think um, I'm excited to hear the new album, too. So hopefully you get recording that when the weather gets nice and check that out.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll send you some stuff.
1: Cool, man. All right, brother. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Anytime you want to come on, we'll get you back on when you get that cool. album out.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that yeah. sounds
1: great. That sounds good. We'll just uh, look forward to when you get that album out and we'll bring you back on we'll talk about that okay fuck yeah thank you Uh, Yep. all right buddy i'll see you later all right have a good one later bye